Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, on today's episode, Alex Edelman is back. Uh, you remember on a previous episode, he'd never seen Sex and the City. So fun. Alex is hilarious. On today's episode... Alex Edelman has never seen The X-Files. One of my favorite shows, one of my first favorite shows. This was a great time. Little couple technical hiccups. We're doing it all remote, so, you know, we got to figure it out. Alex Edelman has never seen The X-Files. We're joined by Dana Vaughn. So funny. Great to have her again as well. And if you like Alex, go check out his new album, Until Now. It's available for streaming and purchase wherever. This is Alex's first album. He's got a lot of great clips, but on Conan, he's so funny. AlexEdelmanComedy.com. You know how to find stuff. It's crazy when you give links. You you Google it, you figure it out. Go check out Alex Edelman's new album, Until Now. Please enjoy Alex Edelman has never seen The X-Files. And if you want to join us, we're on Discord. You know, I don't really know where to put the link. But I got that going on now, and we have like a before and afters robot that we've been playing with. It's very fun. You come, you just interactive, like a little before and afters game with other people who enjoy the show. Uh, But find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and you can get links to the Discord there. And yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Alex Edelman has never seen The X-Files. We're also going to be streaming some live podcasts, fan script episodes of the podcast, uh, podcasts with guests, all that sort of stuff, all that streaming info. You can find, we'll be on Twitter and Instagram. Find us on there at Never Seen It Show. Links to it all will be there. Thank you. Please enjoy. Alex Edelman has never seen the X-Files. Go check out his album until now. Thank you. So let's. now we're at the thing and it's happening with the stuff and the place and this is us. Um, this is Never Seen It. This is a podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen before. Today, having never seen X-Files, which I cannot believe we went this long without doing on the show having never seen x-files join us once again as alex edelman thank you for being here hey buddy 
this uh, <laughs> also joining us. I don't know if she's seen the X-Files or not. Uh, once again, Dana Vaughn, thanks for being here. Hello. I actually have not seen the X-Files either. You have, I feel like it's, it feels to me like the predecessor to Lost for like a binge cult thing. Does that, is it, does it, I don't know what, what anyone's thoughts are who didn't see it. I watched it all and was a X5. I don't think they have names for their fans and I couldn't come up with one in time. I feel like they would. X- I have never, I have, I've, I don't know anything. Kyle, it's not just that I've never seen it. I don't know anything about the show. Really? Like, I know maybe the character names, but I'm not even sure about that. And I did zero Googling. I just, what do we like, think? Have- the theme song or the do, 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 do. Isn't that X-Files? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the, my extent of my knowledge. Man, it's like you guys didn't even learn to play piano to play the X-Files theme song for a girl <laughs> freshman year of high school. Oh, man. I mean, between I think I'm even remembering the wrong theme song. It's not, yeah, do, you were just singing something else. <laughs> no, that's not that. I don't know what that is. I have no idea. <laughs> I think it's a. Uh, 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 I couldn't even think of another song to sing the jingle to. <laughs> Otherwise, I was going to end up just doing the X I love X File Fish. That's probably not the name of their fans. Um, I don't know if they have a name for their. What would the name of an X Files fan thing be? An Xy. X Men. An Xy. <laughs> an X X X Tentacion. <laughs> Uh, I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, just because we're all snitches. Uh, wasn't yeah. he the snitch? Wasn't he the snitch guy? He was the snitch who got stitched. Who? He got XXX Tentacioni. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was shot on his way to buy a motorcycle with yeah. lots of money. Yeah. As we as we all have been at he some has point in the our lives. 69 on his face, right? That's oh, no, 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 Tashi 69. Oh, but didn't he? Oh, wow. No, but I he also got in trouble for like, like, narking or something yeah that's what it's hard to think that the guy who has the 69 on his face would make a moral stand at some point you know (laughs) yeah so it's the x-files is so some it's pre-prestige tv it very much feels like a 90s television show even though it goes a little bit into the early 2000s or whatever um but it's very it feels very dated um it doesn't feel like one of these cool, like I've watched it and then I rewatched a little bit of it and it doesn't feel like you're watching like a black mirror predecessor. Like it sounds like it could be or something like that. It just feels very much like a 90 it's, but it's like not even the twilight. I don't know how to describe it. In it's like its own way? little thing. Yeah. It, it's just kind of campy and it, there's so many episodes of it and so many of them are bad. Like just bad. Really? A lot I, of them. I have the feeling I have the feel. it's so funny because you see what what filters down through the cultural milieu right when you do these and I wasn't sure what the cultural milieu was for the X files I had to like think long and hard and remember various taglines and you know the like there are some tropes even never having seen it and knowing very little about it I knew that the names of the characters were Scully and Mulder mm-hmm. and I remember that David Duchovny had a little arc on the Larry Sanders show and that's pretty and they're like (laughs) a lot of your knowledge of this show was an actor being in something else (laughs) yes that's what it was and and i remember that scully was very big i've seen you know what i've seen one or two clips i think and so i I based my knowledge also on the trope on the tropes that i know the x-files were like revolutionary for and i'm sorry 
I'm sorry in advance to any fans of the X-Files who are listening. I tried to be respectful. I'm aware of the show and yeah. also that it was bad, like Veronica Mars a bit, like good, bad or 90s bad. But It's you know. sort of like when a show swings hard sci-fi 800 times. It, they're not all the the good sci-fi the good x-files episodes are some of the greatest stuff that i've ever seen on tv they're like some of the best television that's ever existed but the bad ones you're just like ah but this was still a network television show that had to come out 30 times a year do you know what i mean this still went through the machine essentially it was one do we got frozen alex frozen alex Sorry. Sorry, what was the last sentence you said, Kyle? I was. There's a lot of them. You you forget the X Files was just a network cog, as well. It wasn't like a uh, 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 HBO show with no oversight that got to completely do whatever. You know what I mean? It was still right. sure. It wasn't Westworld. Out. Yeah, right. It wasn't, I, I mean, Lost kind of got that, uh, even though it was on a network. They, they I think, they yeah, had the freedom. I guess Lost was. Uh, notoriously made by developed by tv producers who wanted to script survivor because survivor was so successful that That they just decided uh they were like how do we make survivor and then they just wrote it and they're just like we just put people on an island (laughs) and and then it's just wildly they were literally like everyone loves survivor what if we made it crazier and then you know what we all loved it they were right Hilarious. Uh, and then, yeah. All right. So let's let's get into script. We've never seen X Files. You know what I can do is is check this out right here. Check this out right here. I can share the script with everyone. Look at this. It freezes. Um, look at that. Mm. Look at that. Now, uh, how does that feel for everybody? Is that all right? Fantastic. Fancy. You can see that okay. And we want to scroll through there. I don't know how it's going to work on the stream or how that's going to look. Um, so uh, we'll just have to, I guess, what's it? What's this thing called? Preview? Just a second. I'm very intrigued by the title, Strawberries. All right. Looks like the sharing's not going to work. <laughs> it won't let me scroll. It won't Do you want scroll. me to share it? Do you want me no, to no. share it? No, no, it'll, it'll mess it up. Just, let's just pull it up on our computers and we'll scroll on through, if that's all right, so I can keep this Zoom thing. Okay. That's all right. So so go ahead and cast us out for Strawberries and X-Files mystery here. Okay. I'm going to read Stage Directions and Farmer Man. Great. Um, buddy, you'll be Mulder. Great. And uh, Dana, you'll be Scully. All right. And... Um, uh, and also, uh, if there's any secret parts you want, don't want to reveal, you can tell us, you can cast it when we get there too. I'll cast it when we get there. Great. All right. Okay. All right. Exterior, desert, night. A farmer man runs down the road looking behind him occasionally. He is very scared and trips and yelps every so often. Suspenseful music swells in the background. A car pulls up in front of him. The headlights are pointed directly in the farmer man's face. He has to shield his eyes from it. The door opens, close up on a shiny black shoe stepping out of the car. Then a close up on the sunglassed face of the man getting out of the car. This is Fox Mulder. He pulls off his sunglasses. Are you the one that called 911? I'm Johnson, yes. Are you the cops? Mulder pulls off his sunglasses again. I'm something else. (laughs) Another car pulls up. Same deal. 
Headlights point directly in the eyes of the two men. Close up on shoe, a high heel, and then face. Very pretty lady wearing sunglasses. This is Rebecca Scully. She pulls off her sunglasses. Are you the one that called 911? Are, are you going to... Are, Scully, I, it's me. I got here first. Yeah, yeah, this is the guy. So wait, are you guys police officers? I guess you could say that we keep the peace around here. <laughs> I am no closer to actually understanding if you're law enforcement. Mulder pulls off his sunglasses and gives him a, a hard stare. Why don't you just take us to it? Exterior, desert, night. Moments later, a car rumbles through the desert with our three folks in it. So what was really happening was I was out in the fields tending to the soybeans, and I saw a bright light, and then my sister Samantha, she was gone. Gone? Gone. Like a sneeze into a tornado. Anything else? Anything unexplained? There was a noise coming from inside, from the barn, but I was too scared to go inside. I called you instead. Anything we should know about your sister? She loved astronomy and was always looking through her telescope. Were there any fruits in particular that she liked? Any specific produce? Well, sure. She was a regular consumer of strawberries. Scully and Mulder look at each other. Box Mulder is inscrutable behind his sunglasses. He pulls a stick of Wrigley's Double Mint Gum into his mouth. The music gets more suspenseful. The car pulls up to exterior farm continuous. They get out of the car. Same close-ups. Foot, faces, sunglasses. The farm is completely quiet, deserted, empty. In the barn, right here. They follow him to the barn. A wailing can be heard from the inside as they get closer. Mulder pulls out something that looks like a cell phone and puts it close to the barn door. It buzzes and whirs. Mm, Scully, what do you make of this? There has to be a scientific explanation for this. If there was one, we wouldn't be here, would we? Everything can be explained with science. Not why shower curtains billow inwards when there's hot water. <laughs> so are you police or what? You still haven't said... Listen. The wailing is dying down. Mulder and Scully pull out guns. Scully pulls off her sunglasses. On the count of three. One, two... Mulder kicks on the barn door. The barn is empty except for a kitten in the middle of the floor. Scully, do you smell that? Strawberries. Meow! God damn it. Scully, get behind me. It's a kitten. What's the, the kitten looks at the farmer man. The kitten looks at Scully and Mulder and speaks in a different voice. <laughs> different, you know, from, from, uh, from the meowing. <laughs> Mulder, Scully. I should have known. Colonel 10. No, it's, it's Colonel X. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Shoot, hold on. <laughs> this feels so stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. It's the X-Files. The X-Files, not the X-Files. Yeah, it's so dumb to say I would put the Roman numeral 10 in there. I would have like Colonel 10. I don't know. I, don't I was know. so short on time when I, I was writing on, this. I worked on, at the stupid Apple store so long, I got used to calling it OS 10. because Okay, here we go. I should have known. Colonel 10. Colonel! I know, it's Colonel, sorry. I should have known. Colonel X. Yes, Fox, it is I, in my most adorable form. There's got to be a scientific explanation for this. Scully, stay back! This is just like Sedona in 84. Very good. You really have been a busy boy, Mulder. You've been reading. The farmer backs up a step. Something is up. He pulls a pistol out of his belt. X, where's the sister? The kitten laughs. Ha ha ha. Mulder stands up. There never was a sister. 
He turns and fires his gun. The farmer man, who has been loading the gun, drops to his knees. How did you know? Strawberries, kittens, you gotta believe. There's something signs can't explain. But and then how? I want to add the line. I want to okay. add the line. Uh, uh, it's, it's a distraction. It's all a distraction. I say that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So you can say. Strawberries, kittens, you've got to believe. There's something science can't explain. It's a distraction. It's all a distraction. He scoops up the kitten who meows harmlessly. And then, and then Scully, you can say, but how did you know? But how did you know? The farmer man dies and his body disappears. Close on Mulder and Scully's feet as they walk past his empty overalls. Mulder puts on his sunglasses. I read about it in the 10 files. (laughs) (laughs) We are out. I mean, not wrong. (laughs) Uh, not, Not super wrong. I don't know anything. I will say this. A thing about X-Files is it's like each episode can kind of stand alone, but there are some linear things that happen, but they're not super structured with that. Does that make sense? Is there a character called X? Uh, I know. Um, The X-Files themselves are sort of like the men in black. Does that make sense? Like, uh, I mean, they're not called the X-Files people. The, but the mind-bending cases, like the supernatural cases, are called the, like you'd have the A files, the B files, the C, and coincidentally, oh, so the scary ones ended up on X. Hmm. I know that's not <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> still not it. <laughs> but oh you, it God. is every single one. It's very formulaic. Oh, um, I'm I'm humming the Hunger Games theme. Oh yeah, you are. Oh yeah. I really don't, uh, yeah, I don't understand. But uh, but it is, I figured that it was something like a mystery in the rural part of the of America that they go investigate, and there's a guy there, and there's an alien maybe, and it could be abduction, and they know because of certain wisdom. They do sort from- of happen all over. Mulder is the more skeptical one. Uh, his, you know, his line is the truth is out there. That was the X-Files tagline. So Scully Um, is the more skeptical one and he is the Mulder. Mulder is skeptical of reality. Scully is skeptical of Mulder. Um, so she would say things like science, you know, she is waiting for the science explanation and and things like that to come out where, you know, the truth is out there, Mulder, and he disappears for a a few seasons Hmm. and, uh, towards the end and then comes back for, I think the last episode or two. Mulder? Yeah. David what, Duchovny what leaves, and he gets replaced do? by someone else. Wow. Is he killed? Uh, well, the truth is out there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, Robert Patrick is the actor, or, or is the name of the character who replaced him, John Doggett. You'd recognize him if you saw him. He plays uh, uh, the Terminator in Terminator 2. He's the bad guy. John, oh, wow, yeah. This um, guy but, is the... But he joins in and as the X-Files as the, as the new Mulder, but I think that's kind of when people started to not enjoy it as off as much. Um, How many seasons did it go? X-Files, 11 or 12. Jeez. That's wild. It's kind of like a law and order in my mind. It is closer. To, there are 200 episodes. Yeah. I'm going to law and order so in my oh, mind. <laughs> you know law and order's thing where it goes, da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
You know that Law and Order theme? Law and Order and winning money and Pinko. Do you know that Law and Order theme that starts with Wheel of Fortune? What is that show? What is the theme song where they say Wheel of Fortune at the beginning? Um, but it is kind of Law and Order-ish, you know what I mean? Plug and chug sort Procedural. of. Stuff, big stuff that happens, deaths can influence later. I've never seen Law and Order, but I assume like if a major character dies, they don't just start over in the next episode. Um, but you know, it's funny, Kyle, because writing this was so different from writing the Sex and the City. I don't oh, know. Yeah, don't know if people are interested. City was the other one. I don't know if people are interested in the behind the scenes of composing these. Oh, they're here for scripts. the lore. Yeah, yeah, people. Well, wait, can we get a director's commentary on that not real? Yeah, I'll play. I'll play back our reading, and you let me know how it was going the entire time. You know, the funny thing about this scene is uh, that I actually got method and had some double mint gum while I was writing it. I think it would but, be really uh, fun to just do a, a complete director's commentary stream where we just show Knocked Up, and I play Judd Apatow, and you play Seth Rogen, and we just talk oh about God. how it was going the entire time. <laughs> so funny. That's and it's so just you, you saying, could have ended here, and me saying, nah, we, let, we really let, it, we let him go long in this take. That's oh. so funny. I, I really think that there's something interesting about uh i think there's something interesting about about sex in the city in that when i was writing that for never seen it there was enough dialogue and character that had filtered down for, you know through sort of the milieu the right with heist yeah without ever having seen mm -hmm. it i kind of knew that samantha was this way and that and so the way that she talked and her personality and the way that she yeah. would write and writing that was a little bit easier and writing this was I knew that there was sort of like the Joss Whedon-y alias type mystery trope where, you know, the characters totally, like some would believe in that there was a conspiracy afoot and that they would get to the conspiracy or they wouldn't get to the conspiracy and that things were not as they seemed. But like, I didn't know much more than that, honestly. Yeah. So, Yeah, weird. I mean, you kind of nailed it. It wasn't not nailed, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, it. Is it the, Rebecca Scully? Uh, no, I don't. Her first name is definitely not. You're thinking of the producer of my podcast is named Rebecca. That's just, oh. uh, uh, Dana, Dana Scully. Wow. Oh. Would have been so much more. Didn't even think about that until I just, what was it Fox? Been... It is Fox Mulder, right? Yes. Well, that's cause that's what Fox. network it was on. People have called me Dana Scully before and I didn't know why. So now I know why. Well, they were lucky that they didn't cause when they were thinking about switching networks, he was about to go by Abka Mulder and it just wouldn't have worked as well if the show left Fox for ABC. I heard I heard that he's now that he's now Bravo Mulder. <laughs> oh wait, have have you have you seen Crackle Mulder in the new streaming spin-off? Oh have you seen HBO Max Mulder and the and the <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm only catching Mulder. up ten ten minutes at a time with Quibi Mulder, the new spin-off series. That's um, so funny. Quibi Mulder is hilarious. Right sized. If you could it's a little bite-sized morsels of content. Uh, so this was on Fox? Yeah. And people loved this show, presumably, right? That it, it had I mean, a devoted fan seasons. base. 11, 11 seasons, seasons, 200 episodes. People, you know, has anything ever been made that everyone didn't universally love? Hmm. <laughs> Don't think too long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, you'll come up with examples. But why is it? How, how, here's the thing. 
I know I know a lot about sex in the city, given the zeitgeist, given the way people talk about it. I maybe maybe I'm not hanging out with the right people, but I don't hear. I hear more about Doctor Who than I hear about the X Files. I don't hear a lot about the X Files. Well, here let's do something real quick. Let's uh, we're gonna let's take a quick break from the podcast and try this Zencaster link again. Great. Jews, 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 Jews. Yeah, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, you guys. I don't want to let you know how we got into that talk, talking NFL with Alex Edelman. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. What a week it has been. I know. The, truly, the NFL is trying. There's no better thing at staying in the news than the NFL. Yeah, for all the wrong reasons. Do you remember the year that no one talked about him for two days, so they invented that the Patriots deflated football, so we would talk about it for seven months until the sport was back? I have <laughs> never been – like people were talking about like atmospheric pressure and its effect on on fake leather. It, there were scientists on TV ex- explaining like, here's what you need to understand about the neutral gas law. Yeah. And everyone's like – became an amateur biochemist for like two months. It was amazing. Truly so good at staying in the news cycle, and here we are talking about him again. Anyways, it's time for game time on the Never Seen It Time, and our first game that we're going to play here is called Before and After. Get ready to play Before and After. So you guys, I think, both know how Before and Afters works. Basically, Mm -hmm. two movies are smushed together into one movie. I will read you the smushed together plot, and you guys tell me the smushed together title. You can work together, or you can compete, compete, compete. Hmm. Um, I'll compete. You want to compete? Com- <laughs> no, I, I can work together. I just Everyone don't know what competing is. It's it's always uh, uh, working together until one person gets the first one on their own. Hmm. Let's right, here work we go. together, Dana. I agreed. Number one, a woman must now win over her fiance's family on a trip to China after falling in love with the man of her dreams. Crazy the rich Asians. The wealthiest kid in the world. Crazy rich Asians. It's two movies. Uh, yeah, but what's the wealth? Uh, oh. Crazy Richie, Richie Rich, Rich Asians. <laughs> crazy Richie Rich Asians. <laughs> uh, here we go. Number two. To ensure Earth's survival, a team of explorers travels through a wormhole where they fall in love with the sex doll from the internet. In to, oh, sex doll. What's the sex doll from the? I don't know. Interstellar. No. Oh, inter- um, interstellar seems oh, like inter- the first. Yeah, no, it's there. I mean, I can see the like movie poster. Um, what was the sex doll movie? It was called Sex Doll. Can you say doll. it again? Yeah, please. To ensure Earth survival, a team of explorers travel through a wormhole where they fall in love with a sex doll from the internet. I don't know if I'm gonna remember this. I don't know this. I don't even know if I know the second film, like Wormholes Interstellar. I think. Yeah, I'm not even positive. Okay, I was like, I'm not positive about that. Uh, I mean, what was the? What, uh, it should be Interstellar got her groove back, but that's not what it is. <laughs> we've are, we've done Interstellar got her groove back. We've done mm. Interstellar before. Oh, oh, mm. Interstellar's and the real girl. Real girl. Okay, I literally had the poster in my mind. Good I work. haven't. I haven't. I just remembered that's what that movie is about. I've never seen it. Yeah, Next. it's good. Here I've we go. It. 
Employees of a fast food joint try and keep the restaurant from going out of business by spending 18 months in a mental institution for women. Wait, sorry. Can you say that? <laughs> Repeat it. Employees of a fast food joint try to keep their restaurant from going out of business by spending 18 months in a mental institution for women. Um... Uh... Let's let's get the second one first, Dana. Mental um, institution for women. That's not really what happens joint. in Good Burger, right? I was thinking it would be Good Burger for the. Um, you are correct about the first one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mental Hmm. Good. <laughs> One flew over. Good burger over the no. <laughs> All right, we were looking for good burger interrupted. Uh, good burger interrupted. I've never seen girl interrupted. Neither have I. I got to give a shout out to Michael who wrote these titles and stuff, and Very I'm trusting good. him that that is that is what happens yeah. in Girl Interrupted. All right, yeah, last I haven't one. Seen that either. A smart but disadvantaged girl from South Los Angeles wins her school's spelling contest and must prepare by reshooting zero budget versions of. Video stores erased films. Oh, um, is it Akila and the Bee? And kind rewind. Yay! Wow, Akila and the Bee. totally rewind. got that. I've never seen Be Kind Rewind. Wow, a lot of movie. The yeah, wow. Second, yeah. the second halves were always films I hadn't seen, except for Crazy Rich Asians, which I saw nine times. So you know, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of times. To right, see you, that. you know how many times you could have watched Lars and the Real Girl. Six and a half or seven. I mean, not if I want to. I mean, I watch Crazy Rich Asians once a month, so I really don't yeah. have the time. You know, right? I, it's just I want to yeah. manifest that for <laughs> yeah. myself. That all right, we got an all TV one now. This is all two TV shows. Two Ooh. TV shows. Here we go. Malcolm X Files. It's not Malcolm X. <laughs> what show is Malcolm X? Um, <laughs> a party girl with no morals torments her naive roommate. Who's just trying to foil a terrorist plot in one day? Twenty-four, yeah. twenty something four. Um, what's the? I, don't I trust should... the bee in apartment twenty-four. Don't trust oh, the bee in apartment word. twenty-four. <laughs> I have not seen "Don't Trust the Bee" in apartment twenty-three, but yeah. I, right. I, I figured, wouldn't this be a great pun? And it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it was i mean i like that that's, it that's the math mm -hmm. i do for figuring them out it's like i haven't heard of pun. this but this sounds like something i would like to say later it's an interstellar <laughs> pun all right the game we're gonna play now is called build the perfect movie build a perfect movie. how this game works is i will give you a category you have to pick two movies from that category whose Rotten Tomatoes score adds up to as close to 100 as possible without going over. Does that make sense? <sighs> what a great idea. So you, uh, Alex, you'll pick one. Dana, you'll pick one. We will review the scores, and then we'll pick a second one accordingly to your first scores. So the first category we're going to pick is sci-fi. You will build the perfect sci-fi movie. You can brainstorm on it here for a second. Um, uh, but Alex, okay. whenever you're ready, your first one. A, a sci-fi movie, um, 12 Monkeys. All right, 12 Monkeys. Dana, your first sci-fi movie. Mm. Outbreak. 
No, that's going to be high. Both of those are going to be high. We need one that's You're really low. You're competing against each other. You're competing against each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. So here we go. So Alex, 12 monkeys is a 90%. Dana, outbreak, 64%. 64%. So Dana, you're looking for a 36. Should I still be hearing the music? Yeah, yeah. It's just a loop oh, okay. that'll play for the game. Um, Dana, you're looking for a 36. Alex, you're looking for a 10. Dana, you will go first because you have more to make up. Uh, oh, man. I think last time I was on here, I also had a sci-fi game, and that's just not my genre. <laughs> I just picked it off the top of my head because it's uh, X-Files. Mm, that makes sense. Um, what is a bad sci-fi I can only think of like sci-fi comedies. Those count, <laughs> those count. Um, what about Biodome? I would say Biodome is sci-fi. I would say Biodome, if there's science fiction happening, I'll give it to you. All right, you got Biodome. Alex, you have 12 monkeys, it's a 90%. You need a 10 or less, you cannot go over. I could go for a zero and just do that, right? I could get that a would, zero. Yeah, zero's okay. Um, I'm gonna say, um, uh, the thing with two heads. Oh, uh, yeah, the movie we all think about all the time. describing a movie? <laughs> I think it's called The Thing with Two Heads. Uh, it is mm. The Thing with Two Heads is here. Um, all right, here we go. Let's review these scores. Outbreak, 64%. Biodome, 4%. <laughs> we what? are at 68. 4. Here we go. 12 monkeys. 90%, the thing with two heads, zero. Eight reviews, zero. Zero percent. Oh, man. Zero percent. Do you, was, do you have like a minimum number of reviews on it? It has to have a few before it can end up even on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's oh, on there. That makes sense. Let's Is, read a little bit from Roger Ebert's review of this thing <laughs> with two heads, one star. It opens with Roger Ebert. What a heck of a thing to happen to a guy. <laughs> He's a black man convicted of murder and unable to persuade anyone of his innocence. He's sentenced to the electric chair. He's willing to do anything to get another chance at life, so he volunteers for a weird experiment. The next thing he knows, he has Ray Millard's head parked alongside his left ear. Yeah, it's a it's it's supposed to be one of those movies that's a cult classic, but I just know that it's bad. This is a classic. This is a classic Ebert line here. The publicity for the movie warns against the possibility of epileptic strokes, cerebral hemorrhages, cardiac seizures, or fainting spells wow. during the movie. But they're just trying to make themselves look good. The only first aid <laughs> they really need is hot coffee for the patrons who doze off. Wow. <laughs> Dang. Have oh, you, he's good at that. Have you heard Ebert's review of the movie North? Yes. Oh, we talked about this last time you were on. I think we, we, had, we used to have a Roger Ebert game. It's my favorite one. It's, it's my so favorite good. one. The good, you know, the funny thing about Roger Ebert is that his good reviews are funny too sometimes. Like, and he's very good about understanding what a movie tried to do. Yes. And still mm -hmm. like getting within that. All right. We got to play one more before and after. Maybe two if Dana can win this one. The categories Ooh. get a little bit more, not before and after, build the perfect movie. Okay. The categories get a little bit more specific. The next one we're going to do is try and build the perfect movie that is not a comedy, but it has a prominent role played by a comedian. Not a comedy, prominent role played by a comedian. Mm. Uh, Alex, you'll pick first. You won our last game. Um, Truman Show. 
Okay, Truman Show, Truman Show. All right. Um, uncut Gems. Ooh. All right, here we go. Truman Show, 95%. 95%. We're going to need a five or less. Uncut Gems, 92. 92%. Dana, you're going first. You have more to make up. Looking for eight or less non-comedy, prominent comedy, comedian. Um. Oh God. In my head, I was like, "Ooh, I'll pick something close to 100." And now I'm like blanking on what. It the most really common is. tactic is the, uh, to go low then go high. Michelle Obama. It. That's what people often oh, do. Oh yeah. Okay. Michelle Obama. Um. <laughs> my head just went flubber. <laughs> I'm like no. That's a comedy. It's not, not an option. Um. Eight. Eight. Oh man, this game stresses me out. I think more than any of the. I think other the games. music contributes. It's also the music. I'm just like. This feels uh, like an uncut gem scene. I'm like number. Give me a number. Give me a number, and um, it's just grinding noise. Did Strangers in Fiction get good reviews? Yes. I'm just gonna tell you yes. Damn. Because it popped up on my. TV the other day. I was like, I don't remember this at all. Um, what about? Oh, I keep thinking of comedies. Why is this so hard for me? <laughs> it's hard. Alex, if you um, got one, you can tell us yours. Yeah. Um, you can go first. Uh, uh, Pluto Nash. I would Pluto. say that's a comedy. Really? Yeah. Um... Huh. I'm just like, what's gonna I think be? We a might zero? be hard pressed. I think we might be hard pressed to get another one here. So how about, I keep thinking of other well-reviewed things. So it's not like yeah. How about um, that Jim Carrey movie that he did a couple years ago? Oh yes, Dark Crimes. Oh, that's a good one. That's what. All I was right, there's to Dark Crimes. Of, we got um, Dark Crimes movie. It was it flopped, what, right? It was a flop. It's a huge flop. Oh, what about the the documentary about the making of the Andy Kaufman movie? Man in the uh, what was the documentary about? Jim it and called? Andy. Jim and Andy. I think that, that was that well count? reviewed. The, the no yeah, Oscar nominated documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's <laughs> it's not... probably under eight. <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh yeah. Well, I literally was just trying to think of. All right. All well I don't want to. I will say you. You have the right actor here if you're trying to get an eight eight percent or less. Not wait. There's a way to find out by actor. No, no, no. I'm just. I know a movie. Also, another Jim Carrey movie that's very low. Oh, I bet you. I know it. You guys aren't making me feel better. Uh <laughs> you know who we're not making me feel better is Jim Carrey. I know. I know which movie this is for sure. Is it his first try after the Truman Show? Was it Spooky? Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, I don't know what that's called. Da it I'm going to tell you this right. Don't don't say the name of it yet. The Truman Show is a 95 percent. Dark Crimes is a zero. Thirty five reviews. It's a straight up zero. Yeah. So Alex is at ninety five. There wow. is a Jim Carrey movie that he made right after yes. uncut, right after uh, the Truman Show that would get you a perfect movie, Dana. It is an eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Man, just add the pressure. <laughs> it is an eight percent. You get a it's perfect a movie. It is a I, thriller. It is a mystery. It is a terror. It is it has to be worse than Dark Crimes. I know Dark Crimes is zero, but there's no way a movie is worse than this. 
I have genuinely no idea. Can I venture a guess if Dana gives up? Yeah. Does it have to? It's it's the number twenty three, right? It is the number twenty three? Oh. It is the number twenty three. Is an eight percent? That movie oh. is not bad. That movie is fine. That movie that movie gets no respect for what it was, which it is gets Jim Carrey. Eight percent respect. It says right on the TV. <laughs> Dark Crime's got a zero. Man. Zero. All right, we're moving on. We got I really one more failed game at that. We're play one this game. It's called the character card head guessing game. The game, since we're not in person, we don't have cards for you to put on your head. But here's how it works. Alex, you're going to be a character from a movie or a TV show. Actually, you know what? I forgot. We adjusted this for the internet. You both are. There's one between the two of you. There's You are a movie or a television show character. You will alternate asking questions, yes or no questions, until you guess who you are. Does that make sense? So yes. Alex could be like, am I a guy? And I'd say yes or no. You'd be like, okay. And then Dana asked the next question. Okay. So you want to lead. Lead is close there, but you don't want to give it away for the next person. Am I um, Travis if, Bickle? If you guess specifically, am I so-and-so, and you're wrong, the next person gets two questions. Okay. Is it film or TV or both? Both. Okay. All right. Uh, so I've got a character here. Whenever you're ready, uh, Alex, you'll ask the first question. Am I a man? Um, no. The hesitancy. Um, are you human? No. Am I animated? No. Hmm. Oh, I forgot to tell everyone watching who you are. That's okay. <laughs> insert okay, so it. Insert it beforehand. This. Insert it beforehand. No, no, they'll play along. They'll play along. Um, not animated character. Uh, am I from an, a, am I from a TV show? No. Am I a Disney character? Now. How? Now. Am I an animal? No. Am I a droid? Yes. Am I gold? <laughs> yes. Am I C-3PO? You're C-3PO. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me get back to my website that's literally random movie characters, the website, <laughs> as you can imagine. Um, all right, here we go. Dana, to try and, you can try and tie it up and send it to its third one here. Renew random characters. <laughs> am I... Are you ready? Ready, whenever you are ready. Am I a uh, female? No. Am I Thanos? No. <laughs> two questions for Dana. No. <laughs> uh, two questions for Dana. <laughs> but if you would have been. <laughs> am I from a TV show? No. Uh, am I uh, over the age of like 30? Yeah. I'm almost almost certainly. Okay. Am I Snoopy? No. <laughs> Two questions for Dana. <laughs> am I human? Yes. Uh, am I in a comedy? Yes. 
Am I portrayed by a former SNL cast member? Yes. Am I on a show from the past year? No. Am I in a comedy scripted by Harold Ramis? No. Okay. Am I... It was by a former SNL. Okay, so not. Um, was it, am I on a show from the past five years? A movie? No. Oh, shit. I was thinking of shows. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're portrayed by a former SNL cast member in a, in a movie. Oh, okay. Um, am I, is the actor that portrayed me deceased? No. Okay. Am I based on an SNL character? No. Am I in a movie with Brian Doyle Murray? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Am I Bill Murray? No. Oh. Did you wait? Did you mean portrayed by Bill Murray or? Yeah, that's what I meant. Still no. I assumed that's what you answered too. Okay. Am I? If I was that big of a stickler for the rules on the dumbest thing of all time, (laughs) technicality sends us off the ropes for 15 more minutes. (laughs) So I'm so I'm not Bill Murray. I'm not in a Harold Ramis movie, which means that I'm not in Ghostbusters or Groundhog Day or um, Caddyshack. Correct. I'm not deceased, which means I'm not a Chris Farley person. Correct. Um. Oh my goodness me! Okay, mm-hmm. um, am I in a am I in a film? Uh, was I recently in the conversation for Academy Award? No, I don't think so. Okay, you're you're making it very hard converse, uh, questions instead of like, am I portrayed by Will Ferrell? Yes. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> Cool. She seemed to have narrowed it down. <laughs> yeah. Am, am I, but well, you said it was I in a show in the last couple of years. So I figured, and you said no. So I figured that it was an older um, mm-hmm. person. But am I Ron Burgundy? You are Ron Burgundy. Dang it. I feel I like Dana did a lot you. of the legwork there. Did a lot of the uh, legwork there. I, right. I, I eliminated some of the less popular options. You were playing Guess Who and you knocked down all the people with glasses. <laughs> Yeah. Am I, excuse me, do I have an outgoing personality? Uh, no. I'm, like, okay. I'm surprised you weren't like, do I like me? <laughs> Am All right, I from well, Canada? Uh, well, you know, this was us. This was us never seeing it. We're going to piece together. Alex, thank you for having never seen The X-Files before. That was so fun. Uh, great script. I love it. I'm going to, we're going to cut up the script and put the physical script over it. I'll send you a video. Dana, thank you for okay. being here as well. Thank you. Uh, Alex, let everyone know about your album and what's going on. So reiterate that to them. Guys, my album is called Until Now, and it is out now, and it is on a bunch of these 
streaming platforms. It's available on iTunes. It's my favorite jokes in the last couple of years. It's been some of my solo shows and late night set stuff. And um, you can uh, you can find it in the biography links of any of my social media networks. Bio, Great. you can find it in bio. And and yeah, I love I love doing this podcast. So thank you for having me, Kyle. Thank you for very much for coming back. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. I appreciate it and all the the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh thanks guys thanks and the stuff thanks buddy a podcast network